0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW report avoid. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everyone. Welcome
1: to a special, I don't know if it's special, but it's an emergency edition of uh, Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast. I'm Letterman Rowe. Uh, the Buckeyes received news that I think people were hoping they could avoid, uh, and that is that Ohio State's defensive coordinator, Jeff Hafley is leaving the Buckeyes program after one year and heading off to Boston College where he's going to take over as the new head coach for the Eagles. With me today uh, is Spencer Holbrook. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. We're talking about that stuff uh, and and how Jeff Halfley's stuff impacts the Ohio State recruiting class of 2020, um, which is just five days away from being set to sign letters of intent. And for three of the defensive backs that Halfley has been intimately involved with in recruiting over the last year, Ryan Watts, legend Cavazos and Clark Phillips. It is uh, three guys who were planning on being on campus uh, in Columbus as an early enrollee in two weeks. So this is a uh, major blow for Ohio state, but for the players involved, it's an even bigger uh, shock I'd imagine because they're on the verge of changing their whole lives to be part of the Ohio state program. And now that's sort of up in the air.
0: Yeah, we've talked for weeks and months about how great of a recruiter Jeff Hathley is. And I think it kind of boils down to he was in living rooms three days ago. You know, he was in Lathan Ransom's living room, I think three three nights ago. So for this news to come out now is I don't know if he was talking to them about that. And I think that's something interesting that we need to we need to discuss. You know, was he you know laying out the blueprint? Do they have a plan store? Because for him to go take these visits and, and talk to these kids as if he's going to be there, and then and then you know take the boston college job just a couple days later uh there's definitely some questions to be asked but but yeah he's been the number one recruiter. he's been an ace recruiter on defense for ohio state yeah, he's kind of the brian hartline of the defense this year so um yeah it's a, it's a it's a trying time for ohio state recruiting
1: yeah i mean the thing is jeff was in those in those living rooms as you mentioned he went to see ransom he went to see clark phillips he went to see uh everybody in this class and from what I've gathered from talking to recruits over the last few days, is that he had mentioned the possibility of leaving and, and had mentioned that uh, the Boston College rumors were out there because he didn't want to avoid them. But he did, uh, you know from what I was told, sort of suggest that it wasn't a real thing. And, and I can independently state that other sources, as, as recently as Wednesday night, were saying it was not going to happen. Um, so whatever happened on Friday evening to really kick this into full gear and and kick it into, uh, you know, full-on meltdown mode for Ohio State must have happened quickly. I don't know if it's because of other uh, names that that Boston College had still been targeting were all dropped out at the same time. If if Halfley, um, you know, was offered a significantly – greater amount of money than we had talked about previously or 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 that he's making now and uh whatever the case his message to the recruits was yes this rumor's out there no it's not likely that i'm going to leave um which is why on the you know friday morning edition of talking stuff that that i posted on on youtube and on uh the i iP- uh the podcast platforms so I, I didn't think he was going to leave, but the reality is, and as I said it in that in that podcast, was anything can happen when you're talking about somebody being offered 3 or $4 million a year to coach football. Um, and whatever the number is, Boston College did enough with Jeff Halfley to, to make it hard for him to say no. Um, but that makes it harder for these kids. Like I said, Ryan Watts, Lathan Ransom, Legend Cavazos, Clark Phillips, Cameron Martinez – that makes it harder for these kids to say yes right now when there's four minutes or four days until the early signing period begins and their whole life is in flux. So, um, you know, I think what we'll, we'll, we'll try to keep this short and and sweet, but right now, and this is, you know, up to the minute type information. So it's, it's hard to say when you're listening to this, uh, you know, out there in the internet world, but, um, there are concerns there there are definitely concerns right now uh about the strength of the commitment for uh ransom for clark phillips for ryan watts um for legend cavazos even cam uh, martinez who did confirm to me on on friday night um you know that he he was going to be fine that he said that he's you know he's, he's a buckeye and he's only going to control what he can control but couldn't help but get the sense that something felt like he was holding back because now they got to figure out who the next coach is uh, of the secondary at Ohio State and maybe a co-defensive coordinator. So um, Ryan, uh, Ryan Day's coaching tree I think is the interesting thing to watch here, Spencer, because we just don't really have a lot of names.
0: Yeah, and you don't really have an idea. With Urban Meyer, you always knew where he was probably going to turn just because he had been in the profession for so long. With Ryan Day, you know, we didn't know who Jeff Halfley was a year ago when he got hired. Uh, and you kind of had to do some research and say, okay, who is this guy, and why is he good enough for Ryan Day to hire him as the secondary coach at Ohio State? Well, Ryan Day probably didn't know what he was doing. He's got to prove it again in a big way because these are some big time commits he's got. I mean, a guy like Legend Cavazos, he's committed to two, like basically separate programs. You know, he committed to Urban Meyer's program. He decommitted. He talked to Jeff Hafley and Ryan Day, and then he committed to Jeff Halfley and Ryan Day. Now he's gonna have to commit to Ryan Day and another defensive coach. I mean, this is a a. Uh, a guy who's kind of been through the ringer of the recruiting process at this point um you know ryan watts was was a big jeff halfley get uh, cam martinez i think it's interesting that he's a buckeye just because he says he's still a buckeye because uh you know he's got so many different positions he could play and, and you don't know how that affects this news affects that but lathan ransom another guy jeff Hafley went out and got him and so another another secondary coach is going to have to prove that he can do the same thing. And I, I think this is a really interesting time for Ohio state's defensive recruiting, just because Jeff Havley was so good at what he was doing.
1: Yeah. What makes this particularly interesting is that these players, especially the early enrollees, aren't going to know who that coach is going to be. And so this is a matter, this is a major trust exercise uh, when it comes down to how they really feel about Ryan day and what the Buckeyes program is, because, It's highly unlikely that this question gets answered in the next four days. Um, And for the the guys that are planning on signing early and then enrolling early, they almost absolutely are going to have to do a blind trust exercise here. Uh, You know, Lathan Ransom is not planning to enroll early. So if he decided to push back his signing um, until February to wait and see what happens, you can certainly understand that. As of Friday, he was planning on signing this coming Wednesday, but you know, Friday night happened and now you just don't know. Um, and same with with Cam Martinez, who has said, you know, he, he was thinking about signing in February to begin with. And then when he did the Bermanology episode uh, this past week with us, he said he was gonna sign on the early signing period. Again, he says he's fine and locked in, but you just don't know because this sort of uncertainty uh, can really throw a wrench into kids' plans. But again, I, I keep going back to the, the three early enrollees These are people who had their entire life planned out in the last 10 months that now have a week to to figure this out. And the worst part is tomorrow, Sunday, uh, begins the recruiting dead period, and no coaches can go see them. So now it's all about just having conversations over the phone um, as Ryan Day tries to prepare for a college football playoff matchup with Clemson and then still go out and – convince these guys that he's going to find the best possible replacement for Jeff Hafley. Now, as far as the replacements go, you know, there were a few names immediately on Friday night that uh, started to circulate. Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati, was one. Um, Chris Ash, the former Buckeyes defensive coordinator and Rutgers head coach, was another. Uh, Kerry Combs, the former Ohio State defensive backs coach, who's now in the NFL uh, with the Tennessee Titans, was the third. I've been told early on Saturday morning that Chris Ash is not going to be involved in this and that he is uh, not a candidate and that Ryan Day will likely look toward the NFL um, for that guy. And I think that's why Kerry Combs' name's uh, been brought up immediately because of his Ohio ties. The fact that uh, Ryan Day uh, was actually courted by Mike Vrabel to work for the Titans a a year ago. They know each other. Um, The question is whether or not Kerry Combs would want to come back to college when he's got a cushy NFL job that doesn't require recruiting. But maybe the opportunity to be a defensive coordinator and the opportunity to get a pay bump um, is enough of a a lure for him. But, you know, when we're talking about potential replacements, I don't have names, but I know that Jeff Halfley came from, in a way, the Pete Carroll uh, defensive back tree okay he he was he didn't do it directly um but he did learn it in san francisco and i i think that that's sort of the direction i would expect to see ryan day go but you know we we can talk about that all week long on letterman row but today is about recruiting i guess and um the the two the guys
0: you've mentioned though are elite recruiters
1: oh absolutely and
0: it Combs is an elite recruiter chris ash even though you know he's not going to be there he, he was a good recruiter uh I think you can put a little bit of stock into Ryan Day's uh, thinking when he when he hires these guys to coach the secondary. You have to be a great recruiter, and I think he understands that even at a, a young head coaching age that he's at.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the truth of this matter is is very simple, and that's a, if you trust that Ryan Day knows what he's doing and everything that has happened uh, in the last year of his uh, head coaching career and the first year of his head coaching career, uh, you can feel confident that he has a plan, Um I don't think anybody thought that this was going to happen with Jeff Hafley this quickly. Um, but when you are a successful coach, you're going to get poached and, you know, I, I make jokes about this, but coaches leave all the time and you either leave because you're a bad coach or you leave because you're a good coach. And in this instance, in most instances, you'd much rather your coaches leave because they're good. Um, and Jeff Halfley certainly that. Now Ryan Day is going to have to figure out a way to to lock those four other defensive back commitments into the group. And uh he doesn't have a lot of time to do it. I know everyone listening to this is going to be wondering, okay, who's decommitting? Who's what? And I would caution anyone from freaking out because these kids are are sort of in the same mode we are. This is all kind of happening real time. Um but certainly, don't be surprised if the, if there's some some blowback, and and I think that the likely trio would be Lathan Ransom, Clark Phillips, and Ryan Watts because they're the ones that are furthest away, um, and have the relationship that was almost exclusively began with Jeff Halfley. And Ryan Day did a great job with all those guys getting involved and making sure that they knew who he was. But uh, end of the day, that the, the, there were guys going to Ohio State because of Jeff Halfley, and people will comment and say you know don't go to a school for a coach go to a school for the school but as we've talked about before even if you're going to a school because you love the school and you love the football program or you love the development in the NFL you spend your whole year talking to one coach and uh and then now that coach is gone so um that's that's the pickle that's the hold up for Ohio State as far as immediate answers Spencer um there aren't any but we're going to keep uh, grinding at Letterman Row and trying to figure out um, what's happening on the recruiting side of this. Check out uh, the website and as Austin Ward, John Bryce, and Spencer, and Tim May uh, tried to figure out the uh, personnel side as far as the coaching goes. But um, that will be the end of this emergency broadcast of the uh, Talking Stuff podcast. For Spencer Holbrook, I'm Jeremy Birmingham. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, be grateful you don't have to see my face this morning because I didn't get much sleep. So that's it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, as soon as there's anything else to talk about. So have a good one. Thanks, bro. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family